0: Good evening, and welcome to North Dallas Suburban Alumni Chapter's Candid Conversations with the Candidates podcast. Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated is a 501c7 nonprofit organization. All candidates, Republicans, Democrats, or independents running for the Texas 30th Congressional District were invited to participate in our podcast series. The sorority is nonpartisan and does not endorse candidates. Tonight's conversation is with Mr. Zachariah Manning, candidate for the Texas 30th Congressional District, and tonight's conversation will be led by Ms. Carla Collier, Social Action Committee member. Carla? Hello, Zachary
1: Manning. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing wonderful, and how about yourself?
1: I am doing wonderful. NDSA is conducting this podcast to give voters in our community an informed choice of who they will choose and vote for, and to encourage new voters to go vote on November 8th. Having said that, um, we will just have a light conversation, and the first question is, how was your experience, how has your experience shaped you for this role?
2: Um, first of all, let me start off by, uh, thanking y'all for having me tonight. Um, it's a, it's a pleasure to speak with your group. Um, and so with that being said, my experiences have shaped me throughout my life, being born and raised in U.S. Congressional Texas District 30, surrounding by my family, my faith, and the communities that I've lived in throughout my entire life of U.S. Congressional District 30. And so I've had individuals around me that have held me accountable, uh, starting with my mom and my dad, first and foremost, uh, and starting with the, the community that's around me. Um, so it has shaped me in such a way where... I succeed, and I succeed with excellence. And not only succeeding in excellence, I've learned that you have to be transparent, you have to, you have to be honest with people and not lie to, to the constituents in your district. And me being a honorary Texas uh, PTA member for life, that has grounded me to help students and teachers Throughout my congressional district, that is made up mostly of Title One schools, so my volunteer time that I have given and will continue to give will further will further lead me down a positive path for our district that is mostly made up of Title One schools. Uh, my my volunteer time for our community has been so impactful uh, that it. It it not only helps me to motivate other young people to be entrepreneurs to to obtain generational wealth is is very important to me. Um, And Lastly, I would like to say that me being so ingrained in a community that that was a lesson... Uh, learned for me as a whistleblower when I uncovered issues of taxpayer money where they were circumventing women and minority businesses from getting contracts. That mm-hmm. it, it, it impacted me so much. That was one of the things that led me to run for U.S. Congressional uh, District 30. Wow, that,
1: that must have been something. um and it's great that you're using that platform um, at, as as a part of your campaign. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Um, next, what are two things you believe the district desperately needs and what would be your plan to secure them?
2: Um, two things that our des- district desperately needs. We need People in Congress, such as myself, that I'm running on, that's not going to forget about our communities once we go to Washington. Washington is not a runway for us to look good and to gain power. As I said earlier, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie to the, the people I represent in order to garner votes, to push them to come vote, I want to honestly get you to the voting polls and not lie to you saying that I represent somebody or whatever the case may be to get you to the polls. So we have to have honest people in Congressional District 30 as we will not move ahead in building upon the foundations that Congresswoman Johnson has set. We have to have a strong leader that's going to bring a bill such that I'm going to bring, which I'm calling it the American bipartisan commitment bill, the ABC bill. Mm -hmm. I'm going to present this bill the first term that I'm in office. And basically it goes like this. If you as a congressperson votes no on a bill that you say is no good, you do not like, But if it passes, then your district, your congressional district, does not get the funding that's tied to that bill. Because, first of all, you said it wasn't a good bill. It wasn't going to help your community, your district. So you don't get the funding for your district. Because so many people, congresswomen and congressmen in Congress, are voting no for a bill. And they're causing gridlock and instead of compromising. So my bill is going to stop that gridlock. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two bill that I'm going to propose the first term I'm in office is going to be my educational bill. It's called PTA for Students Bill. That's Parents, Teachers, Assurance for Students. And the way this is going to work is it's going to increase teacher pay, PTA involvement around working parents with paid leave while off work. So, for example, one of the number one reasons why uh, parents say they cannot give that volunteer time is because they cannot miss work. So I'm going to make it to where if, if you take off at least uh, eight hours of your day from work and take of those hours to volunteer mm-hmm. at the, at the school for the PTA, then from the federal government side, you would get paid for a full eight-hour day work day at a prevailing rate. For example, if you only make ten or twelve or fourteen dollars an hour, you're going to get paid more than that, what you would have received by going to work. So that's going to encourage the volunteer time. Not only that, each PTA per volunteer, each PTA will get $500 injected into their PTA account from the federal side. So if you have 10 volunteers for that month, that PTA will have $5,000 to help academic achievement for the students at that school. All of this is coming from the settled side, coming into our communities that I would represent mm. in District 30. Okay.
1: Wow, that is wonderful. So let me ask you, um, I know we're short on time, but I wanted to ask you, you mentioned something about teacher pay raise?
2: So I will also recommend for teachers teachers in, in Title I schools, which, again, most of my district, our district, is made up of Title One schools. Uh, and if you don't know what Title One schools are, that's where the schools are academically challenged, where at least 40% or more of the students are on free or reduced lunch. So <clears throat> I will propose to increase teacher pay in Title One schools in districts, such as ours.
1: That sounds great. Um, you have some great ideas. So we have to move on to the next um, question. What role will you play in strengthening economic development in Dallas County?
2: Okay, so that's a great question, and, and thank you for that. Um, such as I was a whistleblower in uh, the construction department at um mm-hmm. Dallas Independent School District. Mm -hmm. What I would like to strengthen um, is more infrastructure. Um, Coming from the federal side, how I would propose to do that is put a percentage of what workers must come from the district, from the federal government side to the district that I represent. So, so many workers will be required to be hired from within the district that the construction is taking place in. For example, and I'm not saying that these are the percentages, but Mm -hmm. for example, I may require 30% in my bill that the employees come from within that district. So, that will boost up employment within the district. And that would also solve the infrastructure issues that we have in our district. And also, I would tie into that bill more beautification uh, of our roadways and highways within our district. Because when you drive down some of the highways and and roads in our district, it looks as if they're abandoned yards on the sides of the road. And it also has to address the homeless issues that are going on within our district, within my infrastructure bill that I would propose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have to address that because the city nor the state or anybody else would let us keep our yards in such disarray with unrepaired roads, trash and litter and Mm -hmm. high grass.
1: The next question. What sets you apart from your opponents, and why should the district elect you to represent them?
2: Well, um, I consider only one opponent in this race being an opponent of of mine. And, you know, she's a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, I like Jasmine, but I think I have much more to offer than what Jasmine has to offer and it starts with one basic thing okay. be honest with people be honest with people mm-hmm. and what i mean by that i'm not going to go out here as one of the newspapers has said i'm not going to i'm not going to lie to anybody within my district and you know, it's been it's been printed and published that the Bolton John family has, you know, called her out on that and I talked with the sister of Bolton John last week mm-hmm. and unfortunately she informed me that they have filed a grievance against uh Miss Crockett for, you know, using the lying and using his name to garner votes. Uh, for her political career. And if it was told to her back in 2020 or 18, whenever she ran for a U.S., I mean, for a Texas House, Uh she always knew that she should not have done it a second time here in 2022. So it's not a case that you didn't know. You were told back then not to use this name for political game, Mm -hmm. but you did it a second time. And as the news article said, and... Uh, uh, the John family has mentioned it was absolutely disgusting, uh, and that's their quote, not not mine. So that's the first thing I would not do. I'm I'm not going to lie to people. Whether you whether you like what I say or don't say, I'm going to always be truthful, and that's the first and foremost thing that sets me apart from uh, Miss Crockett. Um, and what also sets me apart is that I have a I have a work ethic that is out of this world, um, and I'm going to work hard for the district. And I'm not saying that she's not a hard worker, uh, but coupled with my honesty and my hard work, I'm going to put the communities first that I represent. Period. Um, and I'm not going to worry about what's going on in Washington. Mm-hmm. I'm going to worry about what's going on in my district mm-hmm. and bring that to Washington to fight for my district. So that's what's going to set me apart. And I'm not going <laughs> to, I know this is more than two things. I'm not going to take any PAC money because once you've taken $2 million of PAC money, trust me, at some point you're going to have to pay the piper. And you're going to have to come back and make good on uh, because nobody's giving you two million dollars for nothing so yes yeah.
1: Yeah, so. Uh, I
2: haven't taken any pack money mm-hmm. and I, I, I won't take any PAC money so
1: that's a great concept um you know some people or candidates they don't uh think of that you know so um we have less than five minutes less uh left in this podcast actually we have four minutes um so I'm gonna ask you this last question and give you now is three minutes give you three minutes to answer the question um, two minutes to answer the question <laughs> I'm sorry <Okay>. <laughs> so <laughs> what else would you like the constituents of District 30 to know about you as a candidate
2: okay so District 30 listen and listen very well I'm a lifelong Democrat a lifelong Democrat running as an independent. Some of the things that that I'm running on that are my political views, I feel a woman should have a complete and total control of her body, period. I think that our voting rights, um, I'm going to fight hard to do something from a federal level make sure that we maintain and improve on our voting rights, not have them stripped away from us. January 6 was a day of insurrection by some Americans. Mm -hmm. The storming of the Capitol building was not a patriot act, but a threat to our democracy. So if you agree with me, please stand behind that. Stand behind me, get with me, tell 30 people for District 30 to vote for me, Zachary Manning, for U.S. Congressional Texas District 30.
1: Thank you. And um, Zachary, we would like to thank you for participating in this podcast again. And I'm going to turn it back over to Deborah. This ends our podcast.
0: Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated is a 501c7 nonprofit organization. All candidates, Republicans, Democrats, or independents running for the Texas District 30 district were invited to participate in our podcast series. Please continue to follow the North Dallas Suburban Alumni Chapter social media pages for the next broadcast of the Candid Conversations with the Candidates. This is Deborah Curry, Social Action Chair of North Dallas Suburban Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporating, and again, good night.